0: You're listening to Oliver King, the politics editor of The Guardian Unlimited. I'm in conversation with Billy Bragg. Billy, you're playing a concert here in Brighton tonight uh, against the BNP. Is such a campaign necessary?
1: Um, It is if you live in Barking, in East London, which is where I'm from. Um, The BNP won a council seat there last year with 52% of the voters in one particular ward, which had been a... A Labour ward voted in favour of the BNP. We managed to get them off the council. There was a, there was a by-election. The, the BNP guy said uh, he didn't know why he bothered going to the council meetings. It all went over his head. So they had a by-election and, uh, and Labour took the seat back. But the BNP are, um, have a campaign. They hope they can win half a dozen seats on the council in the elections next year. So barking is coming under concerted attack from, from fascism and racism, so this campaign is, is something that's very, very important because uh, you know the BNP have managed to make some inroads in the north, uh, but so far in the south have not been very successful Barking is is being targeted and they, they believe that they can uh, open a, a, a door for themselves there in East London where they can start to build in, in particularly in that sort of whole sort of north, south, east London area. What's the best way of fighting
0: them? I mean, the, the BNP seem to have changed. You know, they're wearing suits now. Uh, they're, they're not wearing uh, Doc Martens and, uh, and, and skinheads. So uh, do, do your tactics have to change?
1: Yeah, I think they do. I mean, obviously, the, the, the usual tactics, tactics of rational debate against them, they are. They are you know, their arguments are basically fundamentally irrational. Uh, but also, what the, one of the problems is, I think, in, in those areas where Labour's been in control a long time, People feel that they're being taken for granted, and, and they put in the BNP as as much as a sort of a, a sod you vote. Now, can I say that on a podcast? A sod you vote uh, as anything else? I mean, the the, the 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 BNP are racist and fascist. I think the people who vote for them are just really frustrated that that they're, they're not uh, seeing the benefits of uh, of the, this sort of commercial success that's been going on in London.
0: Rock against racism. Um has a, has a long and proud tradition. We're tonight at the gig, they're going to show a film um, which um, highlights the history of that. I mean, how important was it for musicians to get involved in that? And, um, you know, I, I mean, you've been in the music industry quite a long
1: time, so, uh, you know, how do you, how do you see that movement? Well, I mean, I think it was crucial just for my generation, never mind the pop stars who got involved. I mean, Rock Against Racism was where my generation took sides. Those of us who went along... ...to the march that's being highlighted in the film, the the first big uh, anti-Nazi League Against Racism carnival in uh, Victoria Park in Hackney in 1978. Those who went on that march went on to to fight, you know, against apartheid, to to support the miners, to defend the GLC, to be part of Red Wedge, to, to fight the Conservatives... Before that, there hadn't really been that big political mo- movement that was really going to take on big issues in society. It was lacking. And Rock Against Racism said to, to, to young people, you know, are you going to accept this, this racism or are we going to stand together and fight these fascists? And fortunately, um, gladly, uh, that's, that's the way things went. I think Rock Against Racism made a crucial contribution at, at a very volatile time towards our multicultural society. You're
0: a well-known... Labour Party member, uh, many musicians and uh, peop- alternative uh, you know, artists and others uh, have a problem with the current Labour administration because of its policies in Iraq. Um, are you often
1: confronted by, by your fellow musicians um, who, who say you shouldn't be doing that? Yeah, I mean it's quite a common thing. You know, you do have a problem. I'm, you know, I'm opposed to the war in Iraq, uh, and here I am working with, with the Labour Party in the last general election, but the the truth is whichever way you look at it the only people who can beat the BNP in Barkin is the Labour Party there's no point in us going around trying to say it any other way and, and once you've stood up and supported the local Labour MP in Barkin who happens to be Margaret Odge uh, you know it, it's not that hard to support other well you find good candidates to support those other candidates as well so you know I, I, I still believe the Labour Party is capable of, of changing this country for the better they've put a lot of things on the agenda that weren't on the agenda before um, and I think, you know, our greatest enemy in making a better society is not capitalism or conservatism. It's actually cynicism. And although this government does go around sort of uh, winding up cynicism uh, uh, among the population, I think you have to fight that and, and keep your eye on on the progress that is out there to be made. Are you looking forward to a Gordon Brown government? Yeah, I'm looking for. I think you know. After you've been in power for a long time, uh, that kind of change can be refreshing. It can be rejuvenating. I think everybody, you know, even Blair himself accepts it's time for him to go. Um, and we, we saw with, with uh, Margaret Thatcher, if you cling on to power too long, how it can all go the wrong way. So I think, uh, yeah, everybody would like that. Uh, uh, you know, but only if there's going to be a change of dynamic. Not if it's just going to be business as usual. So, you know, that's, that, I think that's a, feel, a feeling everybody down here has at the moment. Sooner rather than later? Well, you know, it's it's one of those things, and you know, Bob Dylan fell off his motorbike just in time, probably saved his life. You know, maybe the prime minister, not obviously, I don't wish him for a motorbike, but you know, the same metaphorically, (laughs) he'll do the same kind of thing. It might, you know, who knows? You're one of the
0: country's uh, biggest Bob Dylan fans. Um, We've seen Martin Scorsese's
1: documentary. Um, Was that good viewing for you? For me, it was, yeah. I mean, I, I saw it in a cinema, so you can imagine how great that was. It was really loud when they kicked off of, uh, like, a rolling stone. Um, it really was uh, it really was pumping. But, yeah, there's such great such great archive footage in there, and you have the opportunity to hear Dylan himself speaking. There's no narrator. It's, you know, Dylan talking to camera a lot of the time, and you just don't get that stuff. So, uh, yeah, um, I am a sad Dylan fan, uh, but you can't be a singer-songwriter and not, not appreciate the contribution Dylan made to... to, to Bringing content over style uh, in in, in singer songwriting you know this is a pretty you know trivial industry to be involved in um, but when you when you realize that there's you know what can be done with with the medium of pop music because you 've heard Bob Dylan sing a hard rain's going to fall it makes you think well yeah it is worth pursuing this because it can it is capable of carrying not just great emotion but great ideas as well. How important was he I think without Bob Dylan um, pop music really would would not have so much of its attitude. You know, Dylan's attitude to challenge his audience, to make his own audience who love him and worship him shout Judas at him, I think he's so great. I mean, never mind, you know, think of any 60s artist who going out now and playing. They're all playing their greatest hits, just like the record. Crowd-pleasing, make you feel soft and warm. You go and see Dylan now and you're as likely to come out and think, What the bloody hell was that? You know, you've got to appreciate that. The man is still pushing the limits. You know, you could still go and see him live and still come away and shout Judas at him because he's not playing the songs the way you want him. I, I have to, you know, I have to salute that. Billy, thanks very much.